What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus. We got another little, well, this is, this is how I can't say the same thing because it's going to be weird because there's actually a female. I was going to say, we have another threesome on the podcast. <laughs> we got another uh, another podcasting duo, and it is a brother and sister duo from the Don't Tell Mom podcast. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? What's Clintus McGintus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so real quick, do, just to do a quick intro of yourselves, names, and uh, where people can find the best, your, your number one social media platform, real quick. Oh man, mine's Twitter. My name's Cullen. What's up? Don't tell mom podcast in the house. Cullen Culligan two seven on Twitter. Why is it guys like Twitter better than? Uh, my wife's all about Instagram. Are you in? I'm not in, into Twitter you're at all. Instagram I'm an Instagram girl. So y'all can find <laughs> me. I'm actually the Southern Fried Maple Leafs. So my name's Brittany, but I'm the Southern Fried Maple Leafs on Instagram and YouTube. You can check me out there. Listen to those accents. I was just gonna hey. say. Okay, okay so hey, I, so I was just in Alabama a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and you know, I've been to Tennessee. I've been to Mississippi, uh, Florida. I've been to Atlanta. Like I, you know, I've been around in the South. I haven't been, I haven't made it to Louisiana. Um, but like everyone has a little, little different accent and I love it. And Alabama specifically, in fact, the, the lady that, um, hired us to come out to, to Alabama, I swear it when I, if I close my eyes, it sounded like Katie. She sounded uh, just like Katie and I'm hey Katie's, Katie's, Katie's calling. Yeah. Yeah. Katie's yeah. Colin's wife. Um, but it was hilarious. I'm listening to these phone calls with her. I'm on these phone calls. And I'm like, I'm just picturing a, a Southern blonde, like blue eyes, just like, hey, yeah, I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Your guys' accents are fantastic. We're but on a different level down here. On yeah. the like, flip side though, do you, slower. like, do you consider like me, do, is this considered an accent? No, no, you just you're you're Clintus. You just yeah. You I've just, always like because it's like it's like the TV the TV uh, normal. I don't know normal. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the thing though. Like we always, I always say, like people have accents, and like I don't have an accent. You have an accent. It's like, but do I like like I feel like Arizona, California, like the the West kind of has like that flat English, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 One of the things I notice is everyone says y'all, right? You guys say y'all. Yeah, y'all don't have any twang either. No, no there's twang. no twang in your voice. Yeah. No. But we, say we drag it out. We drag everything out. Like it's just it's mm -hmm. slower talking, slower walking, slower every we wave at everybody walking by. It's funny too, because like the the more west I go, the less my accent shows up. You know what I mean? I was out in LA the other day and I'm Hollywood. You yeah, know it starts I mean? to transform just, on you. Yeah, it's crazy. It yeah, um, but no, you don't have one. I don't think so. I don't think you have any kind of accent. Well, I'm just so. curious, like if you can, like, uh, you know, being born and raised in a specific uh, area, and then you obviously Americans have an accent when we go to like to Europe and, and Asia and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I'm yeah, just among the the states, it's always curious. Like and going oh, up north now, like that's a different story. Like yeah. there, there's you can definitely hear Boston, the, the Boston, and, and New York is yeah. And, uh, like uh and then my husband's he's canadian so they got the, sorry. I was just, sorry yeah go for a rip are you bud the, the you know <laughs> they're they're like a totally different beast and then you got in canada you got like nova scotia which is crazy you can't even understand them and then you got um you know louisiana like as far as the south okay, i like can tell french, cajun french, cajun's different than yeah, alabama french southern mississippi's just they're they just can't spell good they're they're <laughs> We're gonna get into they like a like, like a same, racial think, slur battle over here. They're, hate mail. they're even more southern than I don't know. Like Georgia's Arkansas about the same, Georgia. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Depends on where you go. But if you get like in the city, especially now, I think that it wasn't like this probably in my in my mom's you know generation. But like now, I think when you're 
kind of raised in the city, you're going to just pick up a different, you're going to sound more like you than like us. I don't know. That's just what I think. Oh, for sure. For sure. City or country. Which one are you? You know? Well, okay. So, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like Alabama is a football state. Yes. Oh yeah. Like, roll tide. Oh, does, roll it, tide. Does, it ma- yes. does it matter where you live though? Like in Alabama? Is there like, like, no, it, it's all. No. No, no yeah, that's like the first question. Like when you're born, you put it on your birth certificate. Are you right. an Auburn fan yeah, you or an pick. Alabama fan? You got to pick, yeah. Because so there's the two college rivals. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. It's kind of like, um, and, and then like we, if people ask us who do we root for NFL wise, it's like, what, what's the closest know. Atlanta yeah, Falcons? Saints or the Falcons? Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. a Saints girl. Yeah. Like we don't have, I don't even know anything and about NFL. Now I'm Broncos. NFL. After going to Denver for, I was living out there. I, was, I turned into a Broncos fan. But I mean, it's I don't even watch those games. I'm just talking to everybody else when those games are going on. <laughs> and when it's Alabama football, it's like you're glued to the TV. And then it's kind of cool though. And um, you know, with Auburn and Alabama both being in the state of Alabama, both teams here, you still have that like camaraderie. You mm-hmm, know, so mm-hmm. it's like you want to see them win as long as it doesn't mess you up in the poll. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, like you want to see like LSU. You know, we hate them. Yeah. So, corn dog. They're corn dogs. <laughs> corn dog eating mother. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can curse on this or not. Oh, yeah, but, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's fine. So, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just, it just depends. Like we are, you know, hardcore Alabama, Auburn. Um, like there's friends I don't even talk to when, during football season. Like we just, we just cut off all communication. Yeah. So. I had to learn to stop posting on Facebook a long time ago. I go to Twitter now, like I said earlier, but yeah, Facebook, it's, it's kind of right up there with politics uh-huh. you, when it comes to football season. Like you will ruin friendships. I've actually had family <laughs> defriend me on Facebook yeah. because of my roll tide antics and just yeah, bragging antics. and yeah, brag, the bragging and all that stuff. I mean like game day, it doesn't matter if we're playing Auburn or not. I'm going to get at least like five texts from different people that are Auburn fans yeah, yeah. if Auburn won and Alabama didn't. They're yes, going to be rubbing yes. it in like, haha, you know, y'all suck. And see, I used to do that when I was a uh, little less mature than I am now, <laughs> but I've learned to be patient and just wait it out when through the that? season and then rub it in their freaking face, smear their nose oh, and all okay. this shit. Like, I just, see. You're you know, you, the end game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you just wait. This you just chess, wait. not checkers. Right. <laughs> Love it. So, okay, so, so that's, that's, it's interesting because, um, you know, over the years, Colin, like, um, so, so Colin and I have known each other for many years via YouTube, uh, another family vlogger. And uh, we've met. We talked. In fact, okay. So I was just on your podcast yesterday, and that went yes. live. So I'll put that in the. Sh- I'll put that in the, the show notes down below. But um, we talked about um, you know like our history where we met. We met at conferences and stuff like that. But watching you for the over the years, like seeing you at the 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 college football games, mm-hmm. and like the whole dynamic of tailgating, it seems very much like NFL tailgating. And your seats are now. I see you like in a suite sometimes. Are you in a suite yes. or is that something you walk box. up to? Yeah. yeah, it's like a skybox. Um, and it's just, it's not ours. It's my wife's parents. So it's, okay. it's just inherited, I guess, yeah, yeah. each time if we want it. They also have uh, some seats over in the stands. And literally, like for the LSU games and those big rivalries, I l- enjoy the atmosphere and being in the crowd more uh-huh. because I can just dog cuss and throw shit up, up in the air. Yeah. yeah, but in the box, you just got to act a little bit more mature and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I've never been to an NFL tailgate, so I can't compare oh, okay. it to anything. Yeah, but the tailgate experience for especially Alabama, Deep South college football, is it's a it's a week it's a whole weekend thing yeah. from Friday at yeah. five when you get off work till 
here we go. Sunday <laughs> really? night. It's oh, like God, you yeah. were you were struggling to get well, to work on Monday. Well, it depends on how old you are. And <laughs> do you camp out? Like, do you camp I out? I can't hang. Well, um, we, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. We used to have to. Like, there's uh, the quad is where we uh, everybody kind of congregates. It's mm-hmm. this one area um, across the street from the stadium, and it got to where it's so packed and it still is to till this day. But, um, we had a group of friends that would go in every week and we would, we actually had an, a, a college tailgate bank account that we opened cause we had some accountant friends and we'd all put money in this big account and that would go for the year. And we would rotate every week would be a different food based on who we were playing. So like if we we're playing, um, LSU, we'd have corn dogs, you know, if we're playing the Gators. I even uh, ordered, specially ordered some fried Gator, um, uh, grilled Gator. I like it. And uh, grilled Love that it. on the grill. And then, um, <laughs> like, we don't grill bulldogs or anything. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. um, chicken, Kentucky, <laughs> Kentucky fried chicken. Well, I don't know, Colin. <laughs> never say never. Yeah, right. Um, and duck, if we're playing Oregon duck, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Trying to match up the the um palette and the yeah. entree with who are playing yeah but we would literally have to get there and we'd have people on campus at five, it. 5 p.m that would go and i mean it was like they had it guarded off and as soon as they gave you the go ahead you'd have to get out there and get your spot get your spot or, or else it was, it I was imagine gone. it's like that for an for yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had, we had, except there they have booze. Yeah. Yeah, we had season yeah, tickets same. for the Cardinals for a few seasons. And then even prior to that, we went and we that's where we got season tickets because we would be we were going to like two, three games a season. Then it was four or five games a season. We're like, well, let's just get season tickets. And mm-hmm. um and yeah, and tailgating is very similar. Like the gates open at a certain time, everyone rushes to uh, so at the Cardinals Stadium, there's what's called the Great Lawn, and it's just a big long strip of grass surrounded by like pine trees. It's just this big long strip. And that's like the primo home turf, right? Home spot. Uh-huh. And then there's other, like, obviously the asphalt for tailgating out in the out in the parking lot. And then on the other side of the stadium, there's another grass area that they use for like youth sports. And they just during the, the football season, that's like where you tailgate. Um, and then there's a dirt lot for trailers. So you can bring like okay. your travel trailers and all that. But anyway, uh, we oh, had yeah. we had uh, on the home side, and we had the Great Lawn uh, tickets. And yeah, same thing. You rush in there, and everyone's running to like you know stake their claim where this is their 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 spot's gonna be. And mm-hmm. very same too. We would do the same thing. We we have a menu where like, okay, we're playing so and so. We're gonna bring this <laughs> theme of food, right? And everyone would bring something. And uh, we miss it. We do miss the tailgating. And to to what you said too about being in the crowd, um, that was the reason why. Like, I'm not a football fan. I don't watch sports at all. Like, I don't care. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you like five players on the Cardinals right now. Like Larry right. Fitzgerald. Right. I think Peterson's still on the team, but he's injured. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, okay. But. For me, it's all about the atmosphere. For me, it's all about oh, yeah. the energy of the stadium, the party. A little at, at social the butterfly. I am. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. social thing for me. And everything <laughs> that I do. flourish in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. everything that I do, and I say this all the time on the podcast, on my live streams, whatever, like people ask me, why don't you do this more often? It's like, because I don't have anybody to do it with, right? Like dirt mm-hmm. bike riding. I used to ride dirt bikes when I was a kid. So I had my brothers, I had friends, I had cousins. Mm-hmm. Went on a hiatus. Brothers stopped riding. Friends stopped riding. And so it's like now I just meet my dad and my dad's bike's broke. So we never ride. And so it's like one of those things where like if I do if I do anything, it's there's a social aspect to it. If someone calls me and says, hey, I got tickets to this random obscure thing that I've never heard of, but it's at an event. I'm like, I'm going. Let's go. I'm, I'm all yes. about it. You know, it's, that's how you are. Yeah. That's how my sister oh, yeah. is, Brittany. She's always down. like, let's go to this. Let's go to this. There's a there's a. <laughs> 
brew in the park. I or, love it. Well, I'm know, the same like, way, you know, with Talladega. Like, um, they, I don't, NASCAR. I don't watch. Yeah, I don't watch NASCAR. I, I don't follow it. You know, Dale Junior, whatever. Earnhardt. I know a couple of them, whatever. <laughs> um, but like the for me, uh, it was the experience. You know, you feel the car come by and it's vroom, and you, I mean, you're literally uh, the thought, whole place shakes. I and, thought you were talking about that time you passed out and your tent flooded and you woke up in muddy water. <laughs> which time was that? <laughs> which time? <laughs> uh, all those, uh, those experiences. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there's been lots of those. But I'm talking about like, you know, you were saying uh, you don't watch it. Like you don't watch football. You don't care. But it's the atmosphere. That's the same way with me, with, um, you know, baseball, with racing, with everything. Like football, I do enjoy football. I was, you know, it was born into me right. to enjoy football. But like racing, I'd never watch NASCAR and I can't stand it on the TV. Oh, my gosh. No. My husband's a hockey player. That's but before net. he started, before, you know, I got with him, hockey was a no. Soccer, psh, I'd rather stare at a wall. Yes. You know what I mean? I just, I'm not interested <laughs> sure, in sure. any of the, but to go to any event, basketball, anything, to go there, I'm the same way. I love it. I love the lights and the action and the. I can't know. say that I'd never, like, I would get in the audience or get in the, be part of the crowd and literally feel like I was coaching the player. Like, I felt like the louder I yelled, the more they would do. And it was like, I'd made that play happen. I scored that touchdown. You know, I would yeah. get into it that hard. And like to, it got, it got pretty. Cullen's ridiculous. He's still, he's still ridiculous. Embarrassing. Yeah. It's still embarrassing. <laughs> Cullen be in the, in the box. And you know, when you're in a box that you're expected to carry yourself a certain way <laughs> right. because you're up here with kind of like the elite, there's only a few, whatever. Oh, man. And, um, and so I'll go up there every now and then I'll get the invite to go with Cullen, you know, and, um, and he'll take me up there and, and, we're just up there watching the game. We're just ha having a good time. And then you'll hear my brother on the other side of the box cursing the like all kinds of up and down because they miss him. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're saying that. Like some weird shit comes out of your mouth. I'm just saying. Yeah, it if does. we like fumble, Cullen's going off. So, um, but yeah, it's it's fun to like get excited about it and in one way or the other and just be passionate about it. Now, it's, it's I feel awesome. like NFL, I guess maybe – on the internet, it seems like there's, I mean, yes, there's YouTube videos of college um, game fights or stuff like that that happens, but I feel like a majority of them I ever watch, I feel like the NFL is violent as far as the fan fandom goes. I think, well, some. Yeah, I think it's because also it's just an older, older demographic for yeah, the most yeah. part. You know, you college, you know, you came from the college, you represent that college for the most part. I mean, there's some, there's a lot of people that just, that's their hometown where they grew up in. So there's a, there's a sense of pride. Yeah. yeah. You're, it's, it's a sense of pride and a sense of, uh, you know, this is my team. And, and I, I don't know, I just feel like college or a high, uh, NFL, you know, some people are the same way they're born and raised yeah. into it. Um, it, it's interesting. We had this conversation on, on, in my live chat a couple of days ago about uh, someone said they hated this team or they hated this person because they're on the, something like that. And I was like, wow, hate's that strong word. Like you really hate them. And we kind of, yeah. uh, we mm -hmm. kind of like uh, kind of unraveled this, um, you know, like the rivalries and stuff like that. And like, again, because I wasn't yeah. raised in a, a sports uh, family, like my brother-in-law is from Philly. So hardcore, yeah, go Philly. E hardcore Eagles <laughs> fan, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers. Right. So he's like, I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Giants. I hate like he, you know, he has these teams that he grew up <laughs> hating because of they were the rivals, right? So I'm assuming very similar to you, like with LSU, like you were saying, yeah. right? Like so anybody yeah, wearing yeah. their colors, anybody I hate wearing you too. the jersey, you yes, just happen to yes. be wearing their colors. I hate. Well, you. see, that's yeah. what I couldn't get because there's people that would walk by, and some of my friends would be three sheets in, or, you know, and they would just start 
dog cussing this group of people that walk by and i'm like y'all chill out like they're they're normal yeah. people they're SEC, just you know we're still yeah in they're, love. we're still in I'm the still same gonna conference root for you if you play yeah. yeah but they're like literally wanting to kill these people <laughs> just because they have the colors of the other team on and um yeah i've never been like that necessarily I that's just, actually happened cullen there's been uh like so, uh, i know a lady and i mean i don't know her personally but i heard on the news a lady like shot another lady oh, at because yeah. the oh Auburn Alabama feud they're at the same party and it um they just started shit talking each other and the next thing you know lady pulls a gun out shoots or kills uh, I think it was Al- unfortunately mm-hmm. I'm sorry if y'all are- I'm embarrassed by this but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Alabama fan that killed the Auburn lady but it's just that kind of stuff wow. blows my mind yeah. it's all a game y'all like calm down well let's talk about let's down. talk about Harvey Updike I don't know if y'all have heard about him in the news from wherever you're listening he is a diehard Alabama fan so. We have these traditions down here that whenever a team wins, we do something. And for Auburn, who is our rival, they have this place called Tumor's Corner. And it's this uh, traditional Mm -hmm. place with these huge trees. And they... I don't know why they do it. This is kind of beautiful, crazy. like climbing trees, beautiful, like you like see in a movie oaks. down in Savannah. Like yeah. they've been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. But after every win, they go. Everybody meets down at Tumor's Corner, and they I don't know where they roll get it, it from. They get toilet paper, like thousands of rolls of toilet paper, and it's just, they just roll Tumor's Corner. And so the next morning, it looks like it snowed yeah. over Tumor's Corner. Well, Harvey Updike, this diehard Alabama fan, called into a local radio show, and professed that he poisoned the trees with some type of cyan i don't know what type of poison one night after an auburn victory yeah like f them i'm gonna show them i'm gonna and he literally killed these hundred year old oh my god he went to jail for it and everything like he's i think still maybe in jail i don't know but um yeah the trees slowly started dying and they had to replace them with like some metal trees so that wouldn't happen again. Like literally wow. poisoned some oak trees to like and people shove are it in their crying. Face. It's oh, like yeah. you thought, yeah, it was like you know, I mean, you would have thought gets intense. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. Yeah, I mean, that was sad. That was embarrassing for our school, like for our team. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't condone any of that stuff. And like a lot of my really bet my best friends, our sisters, we're a house divided. Yeah, yeah. So Cullen and I and my mom are all Alabama. My dad and my my other two sisters are Auburn. So, you know, like there's a lot of that in Alabama. You got house divided. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't talk about it. It's one of those things. You just don't talk about <laughs> it. But uh, if you want to keep the peace anyway. Right. But it's like nothing. But like, I don't understand why people, they just had that hate in them. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the football. They're just looking for a way to get that hate out. So. It, it ruins relationships. But like, for me, I, I, I'll root for them. I'll, I'll hug them. You know what I mean? I'll congratulate them and root for them when they're, you know playing LSU. I hate LSU. (laughs) (laughs) LSU, LSU. You know, I'll tell you a funny story, though. I went. They're just mean. And Florida Gators. Florida Gators are mean, too. I was so mad. Tennessee. Miami Hurricanes. I hate. Well, I will say hate. But, yeah, I do. I don't like the the Vols. I don't like Tennessee. I went to Tennessee. I just bought a brand new truck, and I took it to an Alabama game that was being played in Tennessee. And I go to the game. I have a big Alabama. I mean, brand new off the showroom floor. First time I ever bought a new car. I did it by myself. Didn't have my parents help me. I mean, I was so proud of my new truck. It was a Silverado, you know. It was a four-door or whatever. You had some Alabama gear. So I got an Alabama sticker for it. The day, you know, that day. And I put the Alabama sticker right in the middle. You know, I'm like, what, 18, 19 years old. And so we drive it one week later. That was Mm. a Tennessee game. We drive to the game. I go to the game, I come back out, and someone has keyed my brand new truck. Yep. Oh, my God. And I, from that point yep. on, I was like, 
I hate Tennessee. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, Tennessee is dead to After me. every game, if we lose, or I mean, if we win, it, 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 I take all the flags off the car and every, I don't want to be representing a team, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I'm like, I, I, I'm going to sleep. I yeah. could wake up with slash tires yeah. just because I've got an Alabama yeah. flag on my That's car. That's rough. Drop yeah. It's you know, crazy. you said it earlier. It's, it, I, I, and I never thought about it. I never put that in kind of in the same boat, but it's, 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 not necessarily a belief system, but it's like it falls in that same realm of like politics and religion where you just believe you love something so much and you're so passionate about it that you use the you almost use it as a tool. Like you said, right. Brittany, mm-hmm. you use it as a tool to then, you know, re- release some anger or release some like I'm going to show them kind of thing because they're a rival team or a rival school or right mm-hmm. or be happy, release your pride, yeah. and like be, you know what I mean? And cheer mm-hmm. for something and uh, like have the purpose for that Saturday. I, or always, whatever I always cringed after after some games with certain teams. We'd be walking through the, you know, the, the concourse getting out of the stadium after a win. And there's always those those drunk assholes that are yeah. talking shit. <laughs> you know, there's there's like that one guy wearing the opposite jersey, and we just like stomped his team. And there's like five guys like, yeah, you motherfucker, get the fuck out of here, yeah. back, to, back to wherever you can. It's like he lives here, dumbass. Like he's a you know, he's Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Like he just happened to be yeah. born in another state. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the whole time I'm going, like, I'm going, is there is there security around? Is there a police officer just in case this guy gets jumped? Like I'm like yeah. I'm right because you know, I've been. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, that, and I've and I've seen fights like you know, like we, in the stands, yeah. and especially oh, yeah. in the stands, because like you know, like a, a NFL. I don't know how uh, how steep it is in, in the college game, but like they're pretty steep. You know, this 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 yeah. next seat in front of you is like a good step down, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I literally witnessed a guy like grab a guy above him and pull him down, and he yeah, flew down scary. like three seats. I'm just like. What is going on? Like yeah. you're not even playing fuck, fucking football. You're watching like <laughs> you're just watching. What the? Oh my gosh! It's, it's yeah. Uh, it's intense. Yeah, you think it's bad football? Go to a hockey game. <laughs> they get, I mean, they're serious. But you know what? Uh, what I was gonna say is is really we don't have the rough of it. I mean, up north uh, is where yeah. in the northeast that's where it like gets kind of crazy. Like in Philadelphia, like up there, Philly, yeah. they are. I've seen some fights up there because yeah, I yeah. lived in um, Pennsylvania for a little while. And I mean, they were just so passionate about it. And it was kind of, I mean, you know, I was used to that, not for a call or a professional team, but they would get, like you said, it was older groups and they would, they've been drinking the whole game, you know, college, you can't take a drink or you can't buy alcohol. I mean, it could be an 11 o'clock kickoff on Saturday football uh, down here. And there's dudes walking around. I'll take the dogs out at seven o'clock in the morning and they're just already hammered ripping it. And I mean, you're just like, how are you even going to make it four quarters? And then, you know, they're not they're, they're, Yeah. Half the time you see people passed out. You were one of them. Yeah. Maybe a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) Just stayed up from the night before. Yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting. You you, you said you live used to live in uh, in Pennsylvania. I want I I, I kind of want to transition to that. Um, okay. But first, we're gonna take a quick quick ad break, and sure. uh, I want to get into about different regions. We talk about uh, accents, and I want to kind of get into that a little bit here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So you guys are you guys are both born and raised in Alabama, right? Yes. yes. Okay. But Brittany, you mentioned that you've been you lived in Denver and you lived in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yep. that for work or school or? Um, Denver work kind of, uh, no, I just, I wanted to get the hell out of Alabama. Okay. I mean, I think everybody kind of has that mindset when you're young, you just want to leave home, like fly, fly the nest, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. So when I was in, um, I think it was eight, 17 and I was, I don't know, it was like early twenties or something was the first time I'd really left Alabama. Um, and I went, my sister had moved up to Harrisburg, Y'all Pennsylvania. both took off out of here. I'm like, Annie wait, where'd, y- where'd y'all going? Where y'all going? She your- went to, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know why. I, hate <laughs> I do not like Atlanta. Um, 
but she moved had moved from there into Harrisburg and um whatever I was going through at the time I was going through something and she was like just come live with me so I went up to Harrisburg and I lived there which was awesome I used to fly every time I'd come home I'd fly into Baltimore to the inner harbor and we'd go and eat crab and you know do all this and um so yeah it was really cool it was a quaint little town and um trying to think what it was it was like over the bridge or something in new hampshire but um yeah you never i don't think you ever visited but she moved from there to right outside of philly i think it was called kensington or something like that so i would go visit her i I moved back to alabama but i would go visit her outside of um outside of philly and one of the times i wanted to tell you this story earlier when you were talking about your brother being a phillies fan so i'd i'd gone to visit annie had no, I have nothing to do with baseball. I don't know anything about it. And Annie takes me to a friend's house in downtown Philly. So she lives in this little studio apartment that's three thousand dollars a month. And I'm, my mind's just blown. Like, how do y'all <laughs> even survive in this city? You know. But uh, so she's living in this little apartment with it's like her and her friend, two people in a studio, and uh, we're all partying in this little apartment. And the next thing you know, you feel like it's. I think it's an earthquake. And the whole building is like shaking. Like I feel like, oh my gosh, there's an earthquake. We're about to go down. Like the world's ending. And I'm like, what is that? And you hear like this, you just hear this screaming and yelling. And I'm like, what (laughs) is going on? And I open the window and I look out. She lived right next to the Philly stadium. And this happened to be the, the game that was going on that night was the first time the Phillies had won the World Series in 25 years. Oh, so it was the nice. first World Series they won in 25 years. And it went oh, I bet. nuts. I, I mean, bet. blew up. You're talking. I was a Phillies fan that night. That's what, <laughs> like that because of that. I'm always like, oh my gosh, I love the Phillies because, I mean, the train rides were free. People are popping open bottles on the trains. Yeah, you know I mean, like everybody was just getting lit. <laughs> it was like people on the awnings in front of the buildings. I mean, it was it was intense. But Phillies fans are no jokes. But so, Colin, are, yeah. you, are, are you the are you the oldest? I am. Well, I've got a we got a half sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but. T- Technically, for yeah, she like she come every other week. Okay, yeah. so like every day he was the oldest one. Yeah, every okay. other day. I was and, and have you always lived in Alabama, or have you ever lived anywhere else? <laughs> no, I've uh, I've lived in Tallahassee for a year. That's where yeah. our, our video started on yeah. YouTube. Um, oh, that's kind of why I started. Yeah, that's kind of why I started was mm-hmm. to just keep up with everything. Um, He's a mama's boy. He but can't yeah. go nowhere. Yeah, I'm a mama's boy. <laughs> mama, don't, don't tell mama. Don't tell mama. Uh, uh, you never great. really had the desire, I don't think, to try to... No, not until recently. Now that our house is on the market and everything, yeah. I'm like, well, sky's the limit. Let's go somewhere. Yeah. But then I'm also nervous, like... What I don't want to have to like I know where every, I know where uh, Interstate 65 is and where that turn is and, and what school is, where what schools are good for the kids you know it's just like you'd have to yeah. just start over yeah that's just see I love traveling and 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 I there's so many cities that I visited I'm like oh I could totally live here I could totally live here right like mm-hmm. I love I love Seattle I love uh, parts of San Francisco I love parts of L A uh, you know the outside kind of uh, areas like Venice mm-hmm. and Santa Monica. Um, love San Diego. Like that's like one of the, you know, the, favorite, our favorite yeah. places. San Diego is the tits. Yeah. Austin, Ocean View Diego. or whatever. Yeah. yeah Tampa, fine. Orlando. Like, I, you know, I, I've just been all the to, cool big cities. Yeah. 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 And, and, and really the downtown areas. Right. And, mm-hmm. but downtown is hard, you know, in, in my opinion, I don't, again, don't live there, but it would be hard to raise a child, I think, because it's so like, 
just the lifestyle is different, right? And from what I grew up with, with, with like having a yard and having a neighborhood and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And obviously people do it. People live in the cities, people like places like New York and, and, and LA that live in the city and they just, and right. there's, there's obviously a way to do it. Um, but I've talked about all the time about trying to get, uh, like, you know, in the, over the years of moving to another city and I just can't, I could never talk my wife into doing it. Cause you know, her, our whole family's here. Uh, right. She has one sister that lives in Dallas, but everyone else is here. And for the most part, we're really close with uh, her whole family. She's the baby. Right. So when we left, you know, when we got our own house, she, you know, empty nest for her parents. And uh, we were the second one to have kids. And so grand, they're real big in the grandkids. So it was one of those things where every time I talked about it, she's just like shook her head like nothing ain't happening. And now fast forward to today, my daughter's in high school and she's like found her like bestest, best friend in the world. Like literally mm-hmm. her favorite person in the world. Right. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, yeah, we're not moving anywhere. Like she's like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe after high school I'll move away, but right, you know, right. and that's with my friend. Um, yeah, me first. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, I just, I, but I, but I love traveling and I was mentioning er, earlier in the, in the episode about like hearing all the different accents and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, how big of a cultural difference would you say from like where you, cause again, I was in the like Gulf Shores area when I, when I visited Alabama. Um, so we were down in the South to, to uh, off the water there. Um, so I don't know how different it is. Um, you're about four hours from there. Colin, is yeah, that, yeah, it, it gets it gets pretty southern down there, even four yeah. hours away. <laughs> yeah. So when you travel, like, uh, like Brittany, when you travel and you went to all these different cities and stuff like that, like how big of a culture difference was it to to see like oh, this is how I was raised, how I grew up, and this is how things were, and then you go to another city and you're like, whoa, that's okay, that's very different. Yeah, I mean, is it like oh, going yeah, to definitely. another country? Like you're just like, what is this? This is the same yes. country. Yeah, I wish that I had gone out west before I went up north, to be honest with you, because I was so young and it was the first time that I had moved away and I moved to Pennsylvania. And I remember being um, I was I started like I was crying the first week that I like one week I'd been there and my sister's house. It was in New Cumberland outside of uh, Harrisburg. And it's cute little houses, and but you got to get to your garage through this like back alleyway. Well, down here, you pass somebody on a back alleyway, you wave to them, you know. And these guys, <laughs> I waved to them. I don't know what they thought I was doing, but they flicked me off. And this is like the first week that I'd moved there. And I just went home and I just remember like, oh, I hate it here. Everybody's so mean, you know. And it just, there wasn't that friendly hey how you doing come yeah. on in kind of thing it was like who are you <laughs> like who are you new person it, it's funny we we literally um get us see the culture shock from people outside of alabama coming in like you were just saying you're in gulf shores but like uh, we've had some friends that do youtube visit uh, brian and jared and stuff like that mm-hmm. in alabama and they were just completely and and all that we like literally would wave at somebody at a stoplight and it was just like how you doing or just pass them down the street like jared's like do you, do you know do you know her or do you, do you know that guy i'm like no and they're like well why'd you wave to him i'm like well, why not yeah, <laughs> you know it's just not? like yeah. the friendly thing to do and yeah. like literally you just we waved to everybody the garbage guy the garbage truck yeah. going by you just wave to i mean I don't know. It's just one of those. I think that people do it all over the place. It's just you're going to find that a a lot more here than you would in other and, you know, other regions. Well, like the north, I think the north is one thing. I love it. It's beautiful up there. Maine was great. Everybody was so friendly there. You know, uh, Pennsylvania, there was a few rough badges. You you get the people that are just real loud and kind of, you know, aggressive with the driving. Like you can tell a lot about a place by the drivers. Mm -hmm. Laying on the horns up north, you know. That makes me so nervous. um, So that, you know, that's different. They're, you know, kind of loud and out there and bold. 
in my opinion. This is just kind of what I've taken from sure. my traveling because I've been to a lot of them. But as f- the more you get out west, I feel like it's more like chill, um, you know, like just chill vibes. Like, just, I don't know. They're real friendly. In Colorado, everybody's super friendly. I, everybody says it's like the south of the west, yep. you know, because everybody's super friendly out there. Uh, probably because they're all stoned. I was about to say, <laughs> but, uh, it's probably because there's certain yeah. things that are legal out there. Right. Well, yeah. here. And, and then, it's funny. You say, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish that thought. Well, I was saying, and then, you know, the the more you go, like I love San Francisco. That's one of my favorite. I love the jazzy. That's kind of like New Orleans, very jazzy. And just um, it's got that vibe to it, that vibrance, you know. But L.A., like not my favorite place. Uh I couldn't imagine raising a kid there. I was just out in Hollywood the other day visiting a friend, and she's talking about having a baby, and I'm like, you're moving home, right? <laughs> you know, like, it's everything's just harder with the baby. So to do it in L.A. would be hard. But and then you go to San Diego, and it's like, I mean, everybody's surfer, dude. Yeah, like, chill. And I don't know. I, I like it more out west, for sure. Every so. time I've been to L.A. or something, um, it, it literally feels like it takes two hours to get from Anywhere. one place to I hate it. Does. But yeah. so, like, here – anything over 20 minutes ish is a long way away. And so like when you were in Alabama recently and you were like, how far away are you? I said four hours. I'm thinking, I literally said this to Katie. I was like, that's probably nothing to him. He'd be like, Oh, okay. Cullen's in town. Lunch break. Yeah. Cullen's in town. Let me drive four hours to go eat lunch (laughs) with him. But like, that's like a freaking week excursion for us to get packed up and go down there for four hours. You know what else though? I just thought LA, now that I'm thinking about it, they're just like not, in your business like i'm walking around vlogging and nobody even looks up we're down here i'm out here vlogging and people are like what is she doing yeah you know, everybody's yeah. just in everybody's business down here you yeah. know out there everybody just i'm doing my own thing leave me alone mm-hmm. you know? yeah and well and, and i was what i was gonna say earlier a minute ago was is i think there's pockets of all of that everywhere right like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this neighborhood so one of the things when we were in san francisco recently i took the family there for the first time um like this is like some real shit we're there for no more than maybe an hour we're waiting for my buddy Chuck to come. He has, he just had a baby. So him and his, and his girl and, and the baby. And oh yeah, we're going to the, he's like, this is my favorite Thai restaurant. It's literally on the same street as your hotel. He's like, just keep walking though. Don't talk to anybody. Just it's, <laughs> uh, it's a sketch, sketch street. And I'm like, okay. yeah, we're walking and no shit. Five minutes on the walk. We see a dude shooting up like, oh right my gosh. He's just laying there and he's got the nastiest thing Ooh. on his leg. Like, gaping hole does not, yeah it does yeah. not look it's, good like he's gonna lose that leg and he's just and the kids i'm the kids are like that happened and you know yeah. but oh, then man. like right. the next street over is like awesome and and you go down two blocks yeah. this way and you get this awesome park and you keep going a little bit further and you got the like the fisherman's wharf and so like you know la is the same way uh yeah. you know obviously some places are probably there's less of that uh type of yeah. thing and there's other places that it's more prevalent but yeah, it's definitely my, like that there. Yeah. Yeah. And all the traveling I've done, like, again, I, you know, even here in Phoenix, like Phoenix isn't necessarily that big of a, a, of a downtown area. It's actually kind of broken up into like three different areas. But like you walk down one street and like you said, you see somebody, you wave at him. You're like, hey, what's up? You know, and they're like, hey, what's up, man? Like that's kind of thing. And then the next street over, you wave somebody and they're, you know, you're they're ready, like, they're like, you're, you're flagging them down for a drug deal or something. You're like, oh, right. no, I'm, just not, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. You know, um, <laughs> so it's definitely that I think no matter everywhere you travel, there's always gonna be like little pockets. Of that. And, and when you mm-hmm. when you're a tourist, it's hard because you don't know, right? Yeah. You really don't know. And I, we were lucky with uh, with my friend Chuck because he was like, "This street's good. This street's not. This street's okay. If you see this, yeah. don't don't acknowledge it. Just kind of you know keep walking." And, and it's hard because San Francisco, I think, is one of the highest like per capita like of homeless people. They might be right, they, yeah. they might be the mecca like the you know the worst. I I, I think right just because of the sheer amount of people. 
Um, but then like the, like we walked to this one area. We actually drove. We, we took the car the car out. We went to the San Francisco, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge and did all that. Mm-hmm. On the way back, we parked to just kind of walk around a little bit. And like where there's kids walk around, there's kids on scooters. I'm like, oh, so this is like the neighborhood. This is the recreational area, even mm-hmm. though it all looks the same, right? It's all like the 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 yeah. full house, right? Like we went yeah. Yeah. in that area. Ladies. Yeah. yeah. Stair step versus stair step. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, so you can live here and you can, you know, raise a kid here and like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think Airbnb, um, you actually, I think, suggested this. Like you, when you do it in Airbnb, you're able to ask the person because that they're local to the area. What are the good restaurants? What are the places to stay away from? And um, you get that more local vibe. Oh man, the Airbnb yeah. versus a hotel or something. When we yeah. stayed, uh, we started an Airbnb in San Francisco, uh, San Diego. Everything else was was hotels. Um, we stayed at an Airbnb uh, in San Diego because we were there the longest, and we wanted to stay on, near the beach. And that's exactly what the host did. The host gave us a mm-hmm. long list. Like clearly, you know, she typed this all up and then she just copies and pastes it. But it's just this long list of like, here's all activities. Here's what's kid friendly. Here's what's adult friendly. If you're, you know, into like light nightlife and and clubs and al- you know drinking, there's this. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking for you know beach stuff, here's the rental place we recommend. Uh, you know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. If you go to this place, ask for this and do that. And that's it was awesome. Awesome. And so yeah, we 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 get there and we're like, and because we spent the most time in San in San Diego above any other place, just because both uh, my wife and my daughter both were like, we want to go to the beach. We want to go to San Diego. We're familiar with the area. And so mm-hmm. we spent the most time there and it was just awesome because it, we did, we, we, we tried some new things and we went to different places that we normally have ever been to because the, the lady kind of recommended it. And, um, I just, yeah, like I said, I just love you're traveling. Into, you're into sushi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see you posting about sushi all the time. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's just something else we have in common. Cause I've gotten into sushi. I've been into sushi. Sashimi. Every time I see it, I'm like, Oh my God, he's wanting me to, I'm making me want to go eat sushi. You get those <laughs> big ass platters though too. Like, you get the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not as adventurous. Well, Cole's so it's, it's, a slow, it's a slow thing, right? So it started with rolls, right? Obviously, the California rolls like the most basic because it's all cooked and there's nothing mm-hmm. raw. And that's kind of entry level like, oh, OK, this is what sushi's like. And then over time, I got into more of the raw stuff. And then even my my, my buddy Chuck from uh, San Francisco, big foodie there. Obviously, food in San Francisco yeah, is amazing. Yeah, food is amazing. Um, yeah. He's the one who kind of like you need to get the nigiri and the sashimi and you know, and, and then yeah. when you when you start eating just the fish, you start realizing what you do really like. Because mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you get a roll; it's got like you know avocado and cucumber and some sauce on top, and then you dip it into your your soy sauce. You're not even tasting the fish, anyways, right? Like you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like dressing it up. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's like a, a burger, or even like people with sometimes with steaks. They put so much crap on top, you don't actually taste the meat most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Sushi is very much the same way. So yeah, I'll usually get uh, my new thing now is I'll get the nigiri, which is the fish on top of rice. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. like your traditional sushi. I usually get a platter with that and then like one or two rolls on the side. And the rolls, I usually like the stuff that's just like, give me all of it, right? Like give me the fish yeah. and the vegetables. And I don't necessarily need like the all the mayo and sauces. I don't want it like dripping everywhere, but um yeah sushi. do y'all do y'all do the deep fried rolls like they do down here in alabama <laughs> that's, that's what cullen mean when he said sushi <laughs> oh yeah no i, I mean we they we have the cream them cheese and, <laughs> yeah yeah the vegas roll that's the cream cheese one with the deep fried um yeah i know we have them I, i'll be honest with you, this my least favorite of the of the variety yeah, yeah. i do typically yeah. don't get them unless it's like something that i okay i gotta try that that sounds amazing yeah um, there was one that, there was one that was um i forget what the fish was but it had beef tartare on top and then it was rolled in like the planko, panko, planko, um, you know, crumbles, and then yeah, fried. Yeah. So it was like you know, fish and whatever inside, rice, beef tartare, and then then it was wrapped and fried, and that was pretty good. 
I was a little worried. Getting I'm getting sushi after this podcast is over. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, y'all started talking about food, and I'm just thinking like all the places that I traveled, like I like the places the best. You know, they rank higher depending on how good the food, yeah, food is. is. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, like when you're out there in San Fran, I bet you're getting like amazing sushi. You know what oh, yeah. I mean? And yeah. when you're in, like we were in Maine, you know, you get lobster. And then down here, you're getting the deep fried stuff. And yeah. then, you know, it just depends like on where you are. <laughs> Philly cheesesteak and Philly. Yeah. Or, well, we went to yeah. San Francisco. We went like so we went to a Thai restaurant the first night. Uh, we did Thai. sushi the second night. Uh, the third day, we were kind of on our own a little bit. And we went to uh, Japantown. And we got like real ramen and I got oh, dipping noodles, which uh, if you've never had that, everything is separate. So the broth comes in by itself. I got uh, sliced pork love that stuff. Mm-hmm. noodles the and then you just you, you kind of like take the noodles and you dip it in the broth and then you eat it. So it's like it's this constant oh. like, you know, it's not sitting there. And I, and I did realize like, OK, I do like it all mixed together and like soaking in the broth. So I tried it. I'd go with regular ramen before that but mm-hmm. next time. But um. And then the last night we went to a pizza place. And again, the whole time I was asking my buddy, I'm like, hey, what do you, what's your favorite, this yeah. food, this food. So we went to a pizza place and all the food was just amazing. And, and we all agreed that I had the best food of all the food places we went to. Um, but like we went to Boise and we'd never, when we travel, this is like a rule that my wife and I both have, is when we travel, we almost never, almost, because I can't say never, but almost never eat anywhere that we can eat here at home. That's so, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, we go yeah. Out, when, uh, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. We go out and we look at like restaurants or, or food places near where we're at, and you know there might be like an Applebee's or a Chili's or whatever. But uh-huh. it's like no, uh-huh. we want to go to Bob's Rib Shack because they don't have Bob's in Arizona, right? Like whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So we're very we're very adventurous that way. However, on the flip side, um, we get to these places and and like you know I, I know Tiffany like I know she's she's gotten a lot more adventurous being with me. Because uh, I'll try anything, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. once at least to say I've done it. I've, yeah, I like it because I used to work in a Mexican restaurant and those guys would bring in some stuff to cook that was not on the yeah. menu. And, <laughs> you know, at first they just, they would, they think they'd pull one over me and like not tell me what it is. Like, hey, try it, try it, try it. And I yeah. try it. I, I'm, I'm eating the crap out of this. And they're like, you like that? I'm like, yeah. They're like, it's tongue. I'm like, it's yeah. awesome. It's great. Barbacoa. Yeah. Barbacoa, and then, yeah. And the next time it was, they, they were literally, they literally hooked up. They hooked up the cow's <laughs> intestines to the to the uh, faucet, and they're cleaning out the intestines. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, they chop them up into little rings, and they fry them in a wok. And um, yeah. it's mm. called trepas. And it's, I mean, like I said, you look at it, and it's like, like that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> but then you, they, they cook it, and they make it into like a taco, and you're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. But, um, yeah. you know, so, so we go to these, these, these different places. And, like, I remember in Boise, um, we get into Boise kind of late, and we're like, oh, let's just find a place to eat. We're starving. We've been driving all day through Idaho. Um, and I'm like, well, this place is tacos. Like, let's go, you know, I know you love Mexican food. Let's, you know, this is a taco place. Let's go here. Well, we get there and like every taco is off the wall. Like there's no just yeah. standard ground beef taco. It's like pork belly and tuna this. And uh, I mean, it, it all sounded amazing, but I'm yeah. looking, I'm going, and I'm, I'm actually legit worried. Like my wife's not going to find anything to eat. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. that one might oh, that one might be good like that she's just like <laughs> just order whatever you want i'll find something and she likes to she likes to kind of pick on you know everyone's food like um she hates wasting food which i, I do too but yeah we all have big appetites so when we get food so she nine times out of ten she'll just we all order food and she just will order like a salad but then she'll like pick off everyone's plate and yeah. sometimes yeah. my yeah. son yeah, we're you know, like tapas just like my wife yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely tapas yeah absolutely <laughs> 
my son yeah. ordered a cheeseburger. He loves burgers, right? He's a Bryce is a huge burger fan. And so, but he's also at the age now where he eats off the adult menu. He doesn't order kids menu. So he'll eat his burger, but he won't eat his fries. So there's a whole plate mm-hmm. of fries or it comes with two sides and he doesn't touch those or he'll start to eat a side, but then he'll like not be able to finish his burger. So Tiffany knows this. And so she's like, I'll just eat Bryce's sides or I'll eat Bryce's burger. Yeah. Or, yes. You know, I, I actually thought about this the other day whenever we had two to-go plates of kids menu food that next time anybody ever asked me with a four-year-old and a three-year-old, what's one thing or one piece of advice you could give new parents is just order the food or be prepared for all of the extra food that you're going to take home because you order all this food for these kids and they never eat it. So you cut whatever you're going to order in half and then just eat off of their plate. Yep. <laughs> I, can, I couldn't do I always try to do that because I'm like, I don't eat, I eat like a bird. You know what I mean? I like to yeah. pick, but uh, but my husband, and then he ends up eating, he blames like any weight he gains on me because <laughs> he's like, because you don't eat your dinner and then I have to finish it. Yeah, we yeah. hate waste of food. Don't but, waste money. Yeah, he loves leftovers, so it works. But we're the same We're the same way as y'all. You know, we'll go to a place and if we're traveling or even here when we're at home, we try to fl- find places we've never been before. Mm-hmm. And we're both real good about being like uh, whatever chef's choice. Just yep. bring me whatever the chef, you know, because I want like that's fun to do, yep, have that absolutely. surprise or whatever. But if we don't do that, it's like I want to order for everybody <laughs> so I can have a little bit of everybody's. <laughs> That's why tapas work so good for me. You know, it's like I want a little taste of everything. I don't oh, know I if this buffets. is my mentality growing up. But like Katie's, she was always, her family too, they would always do the whole share thing. Like, oh, give me a little slice of yours, a little slice of yours, a little yeah, spoonful of yours. It, and I was like, well, why didn't you just order what the hell you wanted <laughs> off the menu? Our family is like, rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> barking at each other. Like, yeah, rawr. it's like I ordered what I wanted to, and then all of a sudden I've got like all these little spoonfuls of other stuff, and I was like, I, I would have ordered that if I wanted it. Yeah. But yeah, over time now I've gotten to where I'm like, uh, that's yeah. good because you can see, yeah. you can test test it out for next time. You know, it's yeah. a little buffets because you get to try a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's not necessarily yeah. the best, but you get to try a little bit of everything. <laughs> right, and that's always mm-hmm. a fun thing, and it's and fun I, I think. Also depends, yeah, and I think it also depends on like the type of food, right? Like some food you can easily share, right? Like pasta and you know mm-hmm. um, a dish that comes in multiple pieces. But like it's kind of hard to share a burger or share a steak or right. You know, again, Tiffany will be like, "Hey, let me try your burger." I'm like, "Good luck picking that thing up." Like you know, because right. you know, like I taught Bryce this too at an early age. I'm like, "You pick up your burger, you don't put it down. You just hold yes, it and you yes. keep eating mm-hmm. until it's gone. Because when you put it down." It's never going to pick up the same, you never know, gonna be the same there's again. times where I know Katie's going to ask me for a bite before I'm done and I'm at a good bite spot, you know, I've got it just perfectly right. Yeah, and yeah, and I'm that like, next one was perfect. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. I, well, and I know like, okay, this is right here after this, it's, it's going to go over the edge and it's going to all squirt corner. out everywhere. And yeah, so I'm like, here, now, now is your chance now to get this time. bite in or else <laughs> you're not going to have a bite. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love it. it's my, funny. My sister and I, um, I, I'm glad, you know, it's cool that you're a foodie. I love food. I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know how sophisticated my palate is. I'm not all like that, but I love like the cooking shows and all that kind of stuff. And my sister and I, when we we had traveled together overseas and we went um, to like all these different places, it was funny how it how it happened because we really I had no plan. She didn't know that I didn't have a plan, but I literally had a no plan. It was just like, okay, we're here. Let's you know we're winging it. And she's like, what? You don't have an itinerary? You know, they're like <laughs> freaking out. 
But um, we went over, and once we got, we stopped in Dublin was our first stop, and we literally, like, wrote down, okay, from here, we can get anywhere over here. So that was, like, our home base, and we literally stopped and wrote down, like, where all we were going to go according to which chef's menus we wanted to try. <laughs> like, that's kind of how we did it. And, I mean, the best one in the whole world, my favorite restaurant to this day that I found is this one in Dublin called Coppinger, I think it's Coppinger Row. And there was it was monkfish and carrots and potato. Like I like I know I remember it because it makes that experience for me. It's like if I travel somewhere and I eat shit food the whole time, I, I don't like it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, nah, this place sucks. Let's <laughs> go <Just laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> so as I said earlier, uh, Colin, Colin and I know each other via YouTube. Uh, Colin, how long you been? You have long you been YouTubing? Oh gosh. Um... Uh, it goes up a year every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eight eight years, man. Six, seven, seven, seven or eight, I think. Did you, did you jump right maybe? in? Did you jump right into daily? Like, was that right where you started? Yes, yes. Jumped right into daily. And after I was like editing our, our podcast from yesterday, you know, your number one thing about advice was like, don't vlog. And that's so interesting because me and my wife have been talking about how, um, we, we we have the passion, like the podcast is a passion of mine and she's got the stuff that she's doing with self-motivation and help that's a passion of hers. And then you get the vlogs. But in the beginning, the passion was the vlogs. But um, yeah, just jumped straight in and not knowing any better. It's one of those things like if if just like with this podcast, if we hadn't just jumped into it and tried to just go off of, I'm still trying to set up remote sessions like this with you and stuff, um, till this day. But, um, that's how you learn, I guess. And so, um, looking back on it though, I'm like, Oh man, I'm a dumbass. It's funny because I look back at like your very first Why videos. I, I tried that? to watch watch them, and they're so bad. They're so shaky and <laughs> oh, yeah. like blurry. And you Literally, can't even, and you and like Katie and you were both like, ah! like just off, like extra. You know what I mean? It's well, so and, funny. and not knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, not knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, get the hell out of my throat, Colin? cattail. Um, <laughs> the um, not knowing anything as far as what to film or how to film or anything like that. Didn't even know how to edit. Literally went the day we left to move to Tallahassee for a year, went to Best Buy, bought a little Kodak play sport and cause it was waterproof and shockproof. And I was Ooh. like, I'm a rough, rough rider. I'm going to knock this thing out. So let me get something sturdy. Do some stunts. It doesn't even like have like, I'm just like 420 P or something, but it, it was horrible. But, um, it came with a Kodak, editing software that you installed on the computer it was awful and um anyway i learned how to like download some software behind the scenes onto my old computer one of those that you used to set a fan up next to because it was getting so hot and um then just literally did that for a full year and uh it's just interesting because me my family literally said that back in the day i vlogged everything i literally walked around with the camera like yeah. attached to my hand and it it was annoying like, like i could God, see Colin, shut yeah up. i could <laughs> see now looking back how annoying that had to be and how much more work i was causing but it was for myself. new i think it was new <laughs> and fun for everybody too it was like oh what are you doing this will be cool yeah, yeah. but well, kind of like same... Clint just said, your brother-in-law he they would f-bomb and flick yeah. you yeah, off well like and, and, and in the early days even with twitter like i you know you look at like i don't know if you guys use the app time hop you use time hop? Yeah, 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 so yeah. Time hop, you log in on all your like all your social, right? And then what it does is it pulls all your feeds from that day, or the entire history you've been doing it. So kind of like memories. Yeah, yeah. So I've been on Twitter since 
I don't know, forever, 2006 when it first, I mean, I'm literally like user 500,000. So like, didn't you, I, th I saw a tweet or something. You said, I'm just going to go ahead and tweet this out because I accomplished one of my goals and I want to be able to see it on time hop next year or yep. something like that. <laughs> yeah. you, I was like, yeah. oh, that's a good idea. Like, yeah. Triggering time hop. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But like, you know, I'll look at time hop and I'm like, I used to share everything like 10 mm -hmm. years ago. I'd be like, I'm eating pizza. I'm taking a shit. Yes, I'm showering. Yes. <laughs> I just stubbed my toe. It hurt. Like I yeah, used yeah. to tweet everything because it was like little like text message blurbs, right? Like that's what it was. And yeah. uh, this is before there was like links. I mean, honestly, I, I used Twitter when there was no replies. You couldn't mention somebody. There was wow. no connection there because originally Twitter started as text messaging, right? It was that's why it was 140 characters because text messaging were 160 like before digital, mm. before like iMessage, like. And even now, when you go to text somebody like that's on Android, like you see the character count and it's like, you've gone over your limit because, you know, there's, yeah, there's yeah. characters. But um, yeah, like I like I go back and I look and I'm like, I used to share everything. So same thing with the vlogs. Like I used to vlog mm -hmm. more because I was like trying to capture everything. And then mm -hmm. I feel like over the evolution of the over the last, you know, five, six, eight years that we've been doing this, um, like you realize, OK, I don't need to capture that. I don't need to capture that. Yeah. This is the highlight. This is the and unfortunately, it's part of the the, the game, right? It's part of the YouTube right. game of knowing like what's going to get more views, what's going to get more clicks. What does your audience actually care about? You know, what's the mm -hmm. majority care about? That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so so Brittany, you're new to this, though. You have, you've uh, yeah. a recent episode of the podcast. You said you're about 18,000 subs. Congratulations yeah. on mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Uh, Call so, and help me on that one. Yeah. How long you been? How long have you been doing YouTube? Uh, about a year and a half. Well, I think maybe, yeah, about a year and a half. Over a year. Tell them what you tell them what you vlog on and edit on and everything. Oh, my phone. <laughs> I do everything on my phone. Really? Yeah. And that, and that is like so like uh, cliche for what you hear. Like, you know, like That's you don't so have to have. Like, yeah, 2011, like literally yeah. I created an iPhone channel. That was the cool thing Same. to do back my then. Yeah. Awesome. But um, yeah, she, no, she literally edits and then imports it with the something onto your iPad to do iMovie and I have everything. Yeah, I'm like, I, my editing brain cannot get but around. I can do that. everything. Oh I can God. do everything oh. on 5.99 in apps yep. that you can do in <laughs> in Final Cut Pro. I mean, yeah. it really is the way that the technology has grown. I'm so glad because I told Cullen when I first started, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna save up. I'm gonna get me a a Mac computer. I'm gonna get me that Final Cut Pro thing you're using. I'm gonna get me some <laughs> some a good camera. Let me borrow your camera till I get one. And mm -hmm. I never even used his camera. It sat in the drawer because I just kept using my phone. And at first it was real shaky. But I'm so glad. Like I was so close to going and buying, like spending yeah. like two thousand dollars on this stuff. And um, and then it's and then I think it was Christmas or something. And my mom had given me this little what is it called? Colin? The pocket, the uh, Osmo Pocket. Osmo oh, yeah. Pocket. It's like yep. this little HD camera, and you literally p just stick it into your phone, and you can put all your HD videos into your phone mm -hmm. that way. And ever since that happened, I was like. Ah, that just saved me two thousand dollars because now I can literally <laughs> do everything. I can I can do it with a good camera that's stabilized and stuff. DJI, big, not Osmo. DJI, I guess it is it Osmo. Is Osmo. I yeah, it DJI is the brand. I think Osmo is the is, the, is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like I and before you know, so I could continue using my. I was really trying to continue to use my phone. So like my husband had bought me one of those things that you put your phone in that like stabilizes mm -hmm. it. A gimbal. Yeah. A gimbal. I'd had one of those, but that was too a pain in the ass. You know. Um, I'm, I'm like lazy about it. You know, I'm not this, I don't want to sit down and but edit and her, do the thing is, things. is like it, it, she, her consistency and the way she's like picked up on it. I, I've like quote unquote trained or like done a lot of like everything I've done. I've self-taught like mm -hmm. or YouTube, YouTube's literally taught me everything. And then and, I, I just ask him. Well, no, that's the thing though, is you did in the beginning for like maybe a week or two. And then after that, I was just like, 
I haven't heard from her since. And she's just still uploading and all this stuff. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. so like everything is at the at your fingertips mm-hmm. with the internet. It's the same. It's, it's the same with uh, with Tiffany's sister. Um, you know the one I was talking about earlier, right? Who always flipped me off in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, he. They have a channel now. Um, they got somewhere around two hundred fifty thousand subs. They've been doing it for nice four years, maybe three years. They they started it the year that I like my channel was taken off and I was getting ready to quit my job is when they started. Was, we went on vacation, and uh, well, okay, to roll that back. They went to Philly. And he recorded everything on his iPhone was like, hey, can you teach me how to edit this so I can like, you know, like I I movie, like, can you teach me how to just throw this together? I just want to make a video about our vacation. And so I taught him how to edit and showed him how to do it. And then I showed him how to upload on YouTube. And he's like, oh, that wasn't that hard. Like, "Eh, maybe, you know, maybe I'll do that again. Right. So fast forward to I think it was a couple of weeks later, like we he he went to Philly, but then we all did a San Diego trip. And because, again, we live so close to San Diego, it's like you drive it's a tank of gas. Right. So. Uh, you can kind of squeeze into vacations that way. Um, but he recorded the whole San Diego trip and he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this again. And then once he uploaded his vac- that, that second time, he's like, I think I'm going to just kind of do like, I don't want to do daily. There's no way I can do daily. Right. But he's like, maybe I'll do, mm-hmm. we'll do like a weekly vlog and we'll just do the, like, you know, weekly. And that's kind of how it started. That's and how I started. Too, I'd say yeah. in the first like three, maybe six months, like, you know, I get the phone call or text message. Hey, what does this mean? How do I do that? What's this, you know, did it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. You know, now fast forward the, like I said, four years or so he's been doing it. Like he's on his own. He's doing great. And they, they stuck to a, a niche, a niche because, uh, their son, they only they have, they have one boy and he plays baseball and he's really hardcore into club baseball. And so, you know, they do the baseball season, the videos be rocking and doing great. And then vacation would come and the videos would tank. Right. It's that, Mm. it's Mm -hmm. that like algorithm love, like this isn't what you talk about. So don't talk about this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always like, man, all this time and energy into this edit. I did this montage and this and that. And like, it didn't do shit. I'm like, yeah, welcome to YouTube, man. But you know, they, they, they continue to do very well. Um, just because like I said, they, he figured out that, okay, if I stick to this baseball thing, and that is like the majority of their life. He coaches, he plays, like it's a thing, right? Their videos do well. And he's they've been doing very well. Like I said, three or four yeah. years and, you know, 200,000 Isn't it funny subs. how you're, um, That's awesome. you're the, the internet or the, I guess the transition of the world and the way is kind of rubbed off like um, the Katie's sister and brother-in-law have a channel as mm-hmm. well. And it was one of those things that their, their kids were in our videos before we had kids for several years. Yep. And then they weren't that didn't even think about it i mean it was just like no we're not social butterflies we're not these social people you know mm-hmm. necessarily um and then fast forward five years later we're still doing it we're making a living katie's come home from her job after we had gains and oh wait you're 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 living off of youtube money this long and you're still surviving and you know this yep. kind of thing and, and there's so much more behind the scenes business wise that goes on that nobody really talks about we kind of touched on it on, on the other podcast a little bit but um it, and then all of a sudden it's like well okay uh, i think we're ready to start a channel now yeah. like i've been trying to tell you for four years <laughs> get on the freaking youtube yeah but um yeah you got to do it for the right reasons though if, it's, if you're just like trying to do it to be youtube famous or whatever it's just it's so obvious well you know, and i, I, I get that advice all the time to kids that come to my chat rooms or hit me up on instagram or something like that it's like you know i say that i'll say you know you gotta do it for the right reasons find a passion project to, to create mm-hmm. content around and it goes back to you know gary vaynerchuk talking about like you know the passion and the thing that you love doing make a business about that like if, if you're on the weekends jamming out making like jellies and or whatever or you maybe you do like crocheting or something like that on the weekends 
you can create content around that and definitely make a business around that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I also say, you know, but you never know until you try it, right? You might be right. super, super passionate, like, you know, kids can be like, oh, I wanna be a streamer. I wanna, I wanna stream like you. How do I do this, this, and this? And I'll tell them and they'll try it and they're like, yeah, I don't know, man. Was, like, cause it's hard in the beginning with nobody mm -hmm. there. There's nobody to talk yeah, to. Yeah. You upload a video on YouTube, it gets no views. You got no subs, right? It's like your mom and your dad and your brother are your only subs. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, and people don't realize that that's the grind of getting started is like from zero, mm -hmm. right? When you literally yeah. start from zero and most people don't have the patience for it. And especially in this day and age, right? In the, in the day and age of VOD on demand, like I can literally yeah. have a burrito delivered to my house in an hour. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. kids don't have the patience for that kind of thing. And, um, and so it's, it's one of those things where times have changed and, and more, more people, obviously more and more people now, everyone knows what YouTube is and everyone knows that there's vloggers out there that do it full time. I just recently switched cameras and, you know, I got the like Casey Neistat looking setup with the, the mm -hmm. Joby and the mic. And so now when I walk around in public, they know like, oh, you're, are you a YouTuber? Do you, are you a vlogger? Yeah, like, yeah. Whereas before, for years, for a decade, I've been walking around with a little pocket camera. No one even thinks, you know, they think maybe he's a vlogger. I get the eyeballs, yeah. but now I actually, yeah, yeah. I have kids walking yeah. to me. Are you a YouTuber? Like, you know, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, even with the, Go even with the yeah. GoPro at the water park or something, we get that too. It's yeah. just like, are you on YouTube? Are you doing YouTube videos? It's like, it. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you. Do you think that like, um, like sponsorships and making a living out of doing YouTube? I know you get uh, yeah, income. Yeah, we kind of talked about this. I know you get income from like, you know, the channel and your views and stuff. And, you know, like you said, I'm new, so I'm trying to figure all this stuff out, but I'll do sponsorships every time. I mean, like, why, why wouldn't I, <laughs> you know, if they're going <laughs> to pay me to do something I'm already doing. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to do that. So she's um, like, this is, she's like, she's kind of taking on the, um, you're, you're kind of putting it in, uh, like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm doing as well as posting about, you know, baby updates and stuff like that. But right, I'm going to give you my, the 10 minutes I was going to give you, and then I'll give you three more minutes of talking about a product that I, I would, I like anyway, cause right, right, I wouldn't right. have like proposed <laughs> for them to work with me if I didn't like it. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like, oh, this is cool. I want one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? See if right. send me one. Um, but like, do you think it's taboo or taboo or whatever to like do sponsorships on all your vlogs? No, no. I'm, no? I'm, I've been doing okay. it for years. Um, in the beginning, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, um, we've kind of like not butted heads, but like I've, I've tried to explain to her cause I guess I coming from like the old school, like when sponsorships were frowned upon when they mm -hmm. first, it was like, sell out, you're right. a effing sell out. So oh, yeah. you nod your head, like, you know what you're, what he's talking about. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what do you mean? But I just started. So everybody does sponsorships, right? right? It's and not and like so a I'm like, you got to build your audience and don't scare them away because they're just going to you know, it's like quantity over quality type yeah. scenario yeah. in my head. Well, so, so to Cohen's point, right? Like we've been doing this a long time. So we've seen the over arching like this the beginning stages of, of brand deals um you know i'm i was with full screen the mcn and in the early days uh you remember gorilla campaigns what they call gorilla yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so they'd give you like this brand deal and be like you're going to promote this product or even other youtube channels for a long time they were you'd actually get paid to promote other youtube channels on the network and so mm -hmm. okay. like you'd be like you know go check out colin and katie they you know they're this this crazy family from alabama and you know like colin likes to run around with his shirt off in the kitchen and you know like <laughs> right. collabs you, yeah or whatever. It, well, yeah, yeah. it's almost like a collab exactly you'd get paid to do a promotion for them um okay. and then as you know time went on and more and more companies got savvy it's like wait a minute we can you know advertise on youtube um now like every day i get an email for some mm -hmm. um like third party, like connect your YouTube channel to this and you might get brand deals, right? Like 
there's mm-hmm. a new one popping up every day and, and yeah. I'm at the point now where I'm like, no, why don't you send me an email with the brand deal and what it is and if I want to go forward, then I'll connect my shit, right? Like, And how many times I'm, right. like, I'm like, you don't have a direct email from these people yet? Like when she does a brand deal? Because that's how I've, I'm, my mindset's like, yeah. I want to talk directly to the people and not like... Well, I go on you know. platforms for those of y'all yeah. that are listening that don't know. I go on these little platforms that I like, like Grapevine or Famebit and I'll put in and there's like a list of people that are looking for... Uh, and, and maybe this is just for small time, uh, YouTubers. I mean, I don't know if this is like, no, usually but, you'll but get an email with a contract say, I, if it's a bigger, yeah, if it's a yeah. bigger deal, you'll get an email with a contract well, and all that the, stuff. When you but. use those, those platforms, that's exactly what I was talking about. Like Famebit mm-hmm. and, and, and Rilio and all those ones. Like that's exactly what I'm talking about. You, you mm-hmm. link your account to it and then you do everything in that like dashboard mm-hmm. and the contract and everything. It's all, it's all based in that thing. And, you know, and, I, and I'm still working with, I'm working with a couple of companies right now that, that use those platforms. So I get mm-hmm. it. I'm, yeah. I'm not telling her away from them. But um, I think to kind of what Cullen's point is, is that, you know, especially when you're first starting off, you are setting a precedence that you do these brand deals and these sponsorships. And so mm-hmm. as you build your audience, it it's become a normal thing. Whereas for Cullen and I, you know, we built an audience and then all of a sudden we start doing these brand deals and everyone's like, what the shit? Like, what is this brand, yeah. this ad read? Like, do you really use that product? Like, you know, that kind of thing. And I've always been very- I don't even understand where the attitude comes from. Like, well, you know what I, I mean? Think you sit and watch a, co- a TV show, you're going to have a commercial. I mean, I don't understand where, <laughs> you know, like I, you, well, the actors got to It's a different mentality. Yeah. It's a different mentality yeah, yeah. because, you know, you don't, I don't think people think about it that way, right? They, they yeah. don't look at me and go, you know, you're Brad Pitt. You're like an actor. Because when Brad Pitt walks <laughs> right? up and goes, this water bottle by blah, 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 you know, like you don't think twice about it. You're like, oh shit, Brad Pitt likes that water bottle. I gotta get that water bottle, right? Yeah. yeah but then when yeah. like I do it, they're like, I don't give a shit what water bottle you drink out of Clint. Like it, uh, it's all in a perspective on who, mm-hmm. how you vision that person. Cause like I said, right. now if I advertise something, I have, you know, young adults to, you know, uh, well, kids to young adults that are more susceptible to going like, oh, well, Clint uses that? Like, okay. Like, th- for example, mm-hmm. I, I wear these glasses when I, when I, um, I, I podcast. You Blue glasses. glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wearing those yesterday. Yeah. Gamer Advantage. Yeah. And I love, I love this company. And, um, you know, they gave me a pair for free to try out at a comp, at a, at a charity event that I went to. I came home, I used them for a couple of weeks. Uh, he asked me, how do you think about them? I told my honest opinion. I was like, dude, I love them. They're great. I actually feel like I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sleeping better. So then fast forward to, I actually get the original, the, uh, the actual product. I advertise it. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm, you know, we're partnering with these guys. I wear them all the time on stream. They ask me, do they really work? I'm like, I feel like they do. Like, I actually feel like yeah. I'm going to bed on time, getting really good sleep. Like, and I, I start screens all day. So I mean, the science says that it's mm-hmm, working, mm-hmm. whether I feel it or not is irrelevant, you know? Yeah. Side and note, so, I just got an email from the company this morning that said they would put prescription lenses in for yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do prescriptions too. Absolutely. Uh, and so that week, I had a, a dozen DMs, emails, or just comments saying, I bought those glasses. I bought those glasses. Yeah. I searched screens all day. I've been looking to buy a pair of these. I didn't want the yellow ones because I didn't want everything to look yellow. I'm like, right. yeah, these don't change the color, like all that stuff. And so, you know, that's because those individuals look to me as an authority or as an, uh, you know, the, I'm not going to mm-hmm. bullshit them. And I think right. for you specifically, because you're, you're doing this very, very early on, you're building that confidence and that trust with your audience. It says, mm-hmm. you know, guys, you know me, if I'm, if I'm pitching this, you know, I'm actually going to use it. I'm not going to bullshit yeah. you. Right. I've, like, I've sent shit back before. Yeah. Like I, I've mm-hmm. had brands send me stuff and I open it. And I'm like, I am not I'm like, I, there's oh, yeah. no there way. There's a dresser. There's that, one yeah. company that sent me, <laughs> yeah. it was like a dress, it was like an, a clothes company. <laughs> and um, I do like this, this dress challenge on my show, channel and all this. 
And um, and they sent me these like hoochie mama stripper dresses, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, have you seen my channel? Like, I'm not promoting this. This is te- this is terrible. It's bad quality. You don't right. want me to talk about this right, on my blog, right. trust me. And I sent it back to them. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, I'm not gonna put something out there that I think, um. I'm not gonna like, you know, put something out there. I think that, that y'all are gonna hate. That's terrible. Yeah, and it's you know? it's hard too because like you get a you get a, a sponsorship and like for the most part you're like, yeah, I'm excited about this. And then there's like maybe like that one thing you're kind of like, uh, you don't like that or you don't like it about that product, but you're like, well, I don't want to say anything because you know mm, like, everything yeah. else is fine, everything else is good, right? Like, yeah, we, we've Secure done those. The bag. Yeah, well, we've done those where it's like, okay, like that's cool. I like this. I like that that kind of sucks, but I'll just leave that part out, right? Like let people figure mm-hmm. that on their own. Cause again, everyone's opinions are different. Everyone's like what they like, what they don't like is different. Like for me, you know, like for example, the glasses, I'll put the glasses. I'm like, Oh man, these are super comfortable. I can wear my headset and they like, they don't push cause they bend. But if you've got like a big round head, maybe these frames are like too, like they don't make them wide right. enough. And like, Oh, those frames hurt my head. It's like, Oh, well, like, they don't Clint work for sucks. you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Katie was talking about her, yeah. her eyebrows were a little bit lower than mine. So she was like, are they supposed to fit like this? And it's just, you know, yeah. different facial. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. different. So. Yeah. yeah. So what works for one person may not work for someone else. And then you have to kind of disclaim that, right? Like you have to kind of say yeah. that. Right. And uh, like, for example, we're, we're doing a, um, a, a brand deal. I haven't actually announced it yet. So I can't think, I don't think I'm supposed to say anything, but anyway, we're, we're doing, we're doing a, a, a one and um it's a pretty big deal and we're, we're excited about it but like as we're making the content and i'm saying these 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 um advantages i'm like there are disadvantages though and i'm like i feel like i should say the disadvantages like right. you, like you know you see those prescription uh drug like commercials right and they're like uh-uh. all these beautiful things and they're like and it also will cause you to yeah can you hear me Hello. Yeah, there Hello. you are. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Glitch out there. Um, you, know, you, you, just, you were saying advantages. Yeah, yeah. so you, you see, you see, here, you see these. Uh, you know, you have these advantages and stuff like that, and then you feel like, like, well, there are some disadvantages if it if this doesn't work for you, or if this is your lifestyle, or this kind of thing. Like, you know, you see those drug commercials, those prescription drug commercials on TV, and it's like it's gonna make you feel this way and do this thing, and then it's like, but it'll also make your ass bleed. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, right? It's, Go, roll the dice. Yeah, you know? it's one of those things where it's like, you know, we're promoting this product, this brand. <laughs> And, and we're talking about all the amazing benefits and all the cool things about it. But it's like, I feel, and I, and I've even said this to a couple of companies. I'm like, you know, like this, this, and this is kind of my, like my sore spots with it. I'm like, I feel like I should say that. Like, no, don't say that. I'm like, but like, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. the one problem with advertising is like, you want to be truth and transparent, but it's like the brands are like, no, you can't say that. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to people- bad. I think some people think, I mean, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's because my like audience, I think is mostly women that are my age, 25 to 35 year old women. And I'm like, you know, you have your own wallet, your own mind. I mean, you know, you make a decision for yourself. You're grown. I'm not like mind voodooing on you to buy this product. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to be the commercial girl, which is fun for me. And I'm transparent with everybody. I'm like, I would love to be a commercial girl. I want to be famous. (laughs) If anybody sees this, that has a commercial that you need done, call me qvc oh, i'd be i'd be like on that you know i think in, it's more in my mindset about the value the the value you're or the devalue maybe even that you were offering to when other brand i don't know i feel like it, you gotta you could pass some up you know or mm-hmm. not necessarily pass some up but like I, i'm me and Katie are pretty like, uh, I don't know, what's the rate or, you know, and, yeah. and then if you take a lower rate for this brand, you know, and that's one of our, our, our um, things when we're emailing companies, it's like, well, to be fair to other brands, this is our rate because this right. is what we've worked for in the past. And so, um, 
in order to keep that right up there with previous brands and stuff, we try to just be a little bit picky, I guess yeah. you could say, yeah. as far as what brands to work with. Absolutely. Even though, I mean, we may like the opportunity and stuff like that. But And then again, it kind of goes back to just mindset, I think, of us just building this audience, not having brand deals for five years, you know, going through this and then all of a sudden we do one and then we do another one and then you kind of see viewership drop off or you see the sellout comments and you see all this, yeah. you know, lag and it's like, oh, all they're going to do is promote other, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't so know. It's I like, think that y'all talk about it though enough to where like people know like yeah, this is yeah. our livelihood. This is what we do. So now if y'all, if you yeah. enjoy watching us, then you'll, you know, um, sacrifice the two minutes or whatever to listen to something that might, you might actually like. It might yeah, actually be yeah. cool. And a lot of times we give you like a discount for it. Like I'm about to go That's back on thing, my own yeah. video and go figure and remember, cause I can't remember what the discount code was for this little <laughs> neck fan that i my mom would love. And I ran oh, out yeah. and I gave them all out. I was like, these are awesome. You know and I mean, they're really, really cool, but I think, I don't know. I just think transparency with your audience is like the key to that. Absolutely. And um, I mean, I, I tell everybody, I'm like, I'm a stay at home mom. I don't, I'm not going back to work because daycare is too expensive. I, I, of course I want to try to make some money while I'm at home. Just, um, contribute to my family. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like y'all are all out That's, there. You're yeah, driving to work right now, listening to this podcast to go, you know, make money to support your family. That's kind of what I'm doing too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, we yeah, I say that on a regular like, basis. Like this is what I do for a living. I'm going on year five of being full time. And so tip this podcast. I've got partners, I've got long-term partnerships. I've got, you know, the sponsorships that are one-time things. Um, you know, and I, I talk, I'm very transparent that like, this is all like at the moment I have six different revenue streams, right. And they're mm-hmm. all in different sizes and they all ebb and flow with like ad revenue and month to month viewership and all that stuff like that. But like some things are static and some things are, 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 mm-hmm. are you know, like a roller coaster. And I said, but I'm very transparent. Like this is what I do. So I appreciate mm-hmm the support, even if it isn't monetarily, like even just the views, the listens, like all that stuff. And that's why we do ad reads or that's why we run Mm -hmm. ads on YouTube videos. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's a quote unquote free way for you to support me because it's not costing you any money. It's just costing you time. Like you said, Mm -hmm. 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it is. But while we're on this topic, there's a great, great segue. Uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see YouTube's announcement this morning about kid content. No. No, I saw something last week. So they made a formal blog post. Today's the fourth, right? Yeah, today's the fourth. Yeah. So they made a formal formal blog post today, and I just saw the tweets, and I ended up going to the. the so anyway, long story short, I'll let you guys read this uh, after the podcast. But they are made a formal announcement that they are going to make a wide sweeping change to content that's like specifically geared towards kids. Now that's the gray mm-hmm. area, but yeah, yeah. they're going to basically no ads, no comments, oh, um, and. Well, there was a third thing. I forget what the third thing is off the top of my head. Now, those are obviously the two big hitters. There's no ad right. revenue and no comments. Um, yeah. So how do you get engagement? And, Why do all I mean, these dumbasses have to ruin it for everybody? Right. Not I mean, YouTube, like, but all the pedophiles. Yeah. Like, all these, it's well, stupid. not even that. Like, somebody sent, like, in the thread, like, on Twitter, it's probably still there. So if you go through the Twitter feed, thread, you mm-hmm. can see it. Someone tweeted, it's a picture of, like, Elmo counting. Like, Elmo counting, oh, whatever is the thumbnail. Gosh. And mm-hmm. And, like, they're, like, in the tweet, they're, like, blah, blah, blah. They just get need to get rid of the kid content in the algorithm so that kids don't find this video. And I click on it and it's literally like this really shitty, like 80s looking, like, I don't know how they made it, if it was literally an old video, but it's like this kid hits another kid with a brick and he's like, yo man, what the hell? And he's like, it's time to end this or something like that. And he like beats the shit out of this, like kills this kid, pees on him. And the the banner pops up saying like, stop violence in video games. And like, then it cuts to Elmo and it's Elmo's cartoon. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's the kind of shit that's on there. And that's what's, that's, what's doing all this. Like 
It's wow. an Elmo thumbnail. It's Elmo County with Elmo. But the very first thing a kid sees is literally like a 30 second ad to of this kid killing a kid. And you're like, what the fuck? What? So, like you yeah, said, it, it's ruined it for everybody else. And so, yeah, um, but anyway, crazy. yeah. So anyway, the, 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 the point that I'm getting at is, and I'm curious that your thoughts are like, obviously for you and I, Colin, we've done this for X amount of years. We've got thousands of videos on our channel. Like right now, do you guys have comments on your channel? Um, only held for review. Like we, we, we review every comment sure, and but you have that right was, now. yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was listening to your podcast about that, how you had them and then you didn't, and then you did, and then you didn't. <laughs> and I've never, we've never not had them. We've just disabled. I mean, yeah, we were informed that we needed to disable because we have kids in our content yep. and stuff. And, mm -hmm. um, that is just, it's scary. And yeah. then you don't have the, you don't get the interaction and all that that we were talking about on our, our podcast. And yeah, so it, it was five months, streams, baby. It was five months without comments. And then one day I'm live, my vlog went up and they're like, dude, you got comments on your vlog today. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, give it, give it a minute. It'll be gone. He's like, no, like, like I, I did. I, I've been, I went back to the video to see if you like approved my comment and they're still there. And I'm like, Hold on a second. I swivel over and I look and I'm like, holy shit, we do have comments. They're, they're held for review, so I do need to approve them. But like, there was like literally a wall of like, your comments are back, your comments are back, comments are back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I made a big like, I waited like three or four days and then I made an announcement. Yo guys, comments are back, you know, let me know in the comments. Just be patient though, because I got to approve them all. So if you don't see your comment right away, that's why. And then two days later, they're gone again. And I'm like, yeah. what? And so I emailed my partner manager and I'm like, can you tell me what the fuck is going on? Like. But she just doesn't know anything, right? Because they don't tell her right. anything. It's, it's, it's four. Generic. Well, it's four stories higher than her, right? They don't tell her right. shit. Uh -huh. She gets a memo like we do, and it's like just FYI. Um. So yeah, comment kind of sucked, and I definitely saw when comments were back on, views went up. There is a direct right. correlation to comments to views and the engagement level that comments produce. See, and we hmm. asked ours about our, our YouTube um, lady about that, and we we're like. I just feel like, you know, when you have that interaction or the, the thumbs up and all this, stuff, it's like you're it's going to you're including it, them. It's going to help you. Or yeah. does it does it is it a disadvantage to not have comments? And her answer was, no, we don't see any dip in this. Viewership is the same, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I think the I thing just, is, like, though, that's not that can't be true. I think the thing is, though, is like holistically no the answer is no there's no direct correlation to comments equally more views however i think the thing that what comes with views people come back to read replies when you heart their comment they get a notification yes. so they click on to see what comment got hearted so there's those yeah. extra mm -hmm. views they get more watch time they get more oh well now this video is being recommended on the sidebar that i didn't see the first time let me watch that one like there's all these other things that happen i right. think because of comments but i also do know for a fact that every single thing that you do on youtube Every single thing you do, and I'm talking skipping a thumbnail, clicking a thumbnail, how long you were on that thumbnail, did you rewind, did you fast forward, did you watch it again, where you went after you watched that video, when did you leave that video, like every single action you take on YouTube or no action you take mm -hmm. affects the algorithm. Like every one of those things mm -hmm. affects the algorithm. And so like not leaving a comment versus leaving a comment, giving it a thumbs up, giving it a thumbs down, like all those things matter and so mm -hmm. the fact that there isn't a comment, the person's not scrolling through, looking at the comments, they're not writing a comment. They're not, those all matter. Mm -hmm. And right. so anyway, with this, with this, this recent, like they're basically giving everybody four months. So <sighs> to do what? To make changes. Because if you are a kid channel, you, there's no more ads. So you're like, there's your business. You have to, right. you, you have four months to pivot and do something else. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I gotta I'm, read this thread. That's crazy. I, I'm, 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 I'm a little nervous for the simple fact that my channel already doesn't have comments. 
and about 50 videos got demonetized last year when the whole new kid ad apocalypse happened mm-hmm. with, the, with everything. I had like 50 videos and they're all basically pool related videos. Anytime when my kids, my son doesn't have a shirt on or my daughter's mm-hmm. in her bathing suit, those got demonetized. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm worried that even though my current content would not fit into that kid friendly, like, I mean, clearly look at my analytics, like my demographic has shifted to from 13 to 17 to 18 to 25, like that, you know, mm-hmm. like that's my mm-hmm. higher. And then you can get, you know, who watches my videos. And now my daughter's 14 and my son's 12. So it's, they're almost at that, you know, next year my son will hit 13. He's at that the legal age, right? Mm-hmm. right. But I, I'm really, that's my own, like, I know that my current content does not fit that model, but I have 3000 videos on my channel. And I would say that you're getting revenue from. Yeah. And I'd say a good 2000 of those do some of those meet a criteria of being a family kid. So I'm really hoping that they give us some clear lineage and my manager or an email that I get says, you know, I'm hoping it's not the whole channel because if they mm-hmm. literally sweep the channel and say, yeah, no, no ads ever again, like mm-hmm. you literally have to create a new channel. Because they did that right when with the uh, YouTube ad apocalypse or whatever they they called it because I came in after that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is if this is y'all too or me, but for my channel, like anytime I put my baby update, the word baby, baby in the triggers title the algorithm. triggers yep. it. And then those comments are held for review. My comments aren't disabled. Maybe it's because I'm a smaller channel. Yep. They don't care. But, you know, mine are held for review if it says anything about the baby. If it doesn't, then they're, they're up. They're fine. They, you know, it's not helpful. I don't have to go in and approve them. They're just up, right? So... Um, I don't know. I don't know if that affects it huh. any or whatever, but maybe you could go back through and like take out anything that might trigger from your titles. Cause that's, that's probably the first sweep. Yeah. Is, that's the, oh. that's the thing is, is, and I think a lot of people don't understand this. I, I, I preach it is that 99% of YouTube is automated. There's not uh-huh. a person sitting there clicking buttons and, and like fucking people and you know, <laughs> awarding people. Like, You're next. <laughs> it's literally uh-huh. an algorithm. It's, it's machine yeah. learning, right? And they even said it in that blog post. They're like, you know, yeah. we're going to do some things and, and manually, but then we're also doing machine learning. And, and so, yeah, there are keywords. And that's part of the algorithm, right? You use certain keywords, mm-hmm. you get more views. Well, on right, the flip side, right. you use certain keywords, you get demonetized. You get your comments right. turned off. You, get, you know, there's definitely, you know, we talked about this on, on your podcast last uh, yesterday. Any, no, maybe I didn't. Anytime I used drone, anytime I, I bought a drone, I was all, you know, you and I were doing the DJI videos for a while there. Yeah. Like it was awesome. Anytime I put drone in the title, description, or tags, the video would tank. Like, really? it didn't matter what it was, how cool it was. I did a dirt bike one. I was like, I had my buddy follow me with a drone on my dirt bike. Yeah. It was badass. Horrible <laughs> views. Worst dirt bike video I've ever made. Like it was, you know, and it's just yeah. certain words they trigger. It's like and, it gets suppressed. It, yeah. it just sucks it dry. That's yep. so Why drone? What's so, wrong with so that? So my my uh, analysis basically was that my audience, the core of my audience, n- never watches drone videos. So the algorithm mm-hmm. says that my audience will be interested in it, so they don't recommend it to them. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's all based on recommendations, and um, you know, that's because in the analytics you can go through and see like recommended percentage right yep. um katie's all about the stats on the channel and stuff and yep. she'll go in and be like this has got this has got like 30 percent recommended and the views are a lot higher and this yep. one's only got six percent recommended and there's that direct correlation of recommended Absolutely. percentage versus Absolutely. views hmm. and, and and really it's because you know when you open up the youtube app right and we know that app you know mobile is 60 70 80 percent now of viewership mm-hmm. across the yeah. board um People treat it like Instagram or Twitter. They scroll on their homepage. 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the recommendations on that homepage are what people are clicking on. Now there's gonna be a combination right. of new videos, old videos, channels they subscribe to, channels they don't subscribe to, trending. Like there's all these, it's a feed. Right. Well, and going back to what you were saying about your comments being disabled, right. I, I can't tell you how many times I start somebody's video and then while it's running, just scroll down and start reading comments while the video is playing. So that mm-hmm. screws up your watch time. Well, and then on the, the what I was going to say is when they, um, when somebody replies to or likes to their comment, if you go and like their comment, like you said, it brings you to the surface of their mind where you might not be in that recommended box. But now, uh, but you just got a notification. Oh, I wonder what Clintus is doing. You know what I mean? Yep. And that makes you think about you and you just type in your channel or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Search. It's crazy. Yeah. I think it's going to have a huge impact. I'm That's really crazy. Curious. I didn't know that it was doing Yeah. That. I'm really curious of like, again, how this is going to affect channels that Scary. make like pure all channels. Yeah. Me and Katie have been talking about a little bit of shift and change on our channel in general. And I think this just may have made our decision clear. Well, and that's (laughs) the thing, like I said, I'm I'm really, I mean, I'm going to email my manager tonight and, and ask her straight up, like, here are my questions. Take all the time you need. I have four months. Give me these answers specifically. Like I I need to know, like, is it going to be a channel wide thing? Is it something that I can go now? Like you said, go to now and um, so end of the end of the year, end of the year. Yeah, based on 2020. There you go, Jeez. 2020. Like, let me know. Like, is it something I need to go back through now? Like I said, remove tags, titles, right. descriptions. Do I need to start unlisting certain videos? Um, you know, because like I said, I'll be tra- I'll be transparent. Like, I'm definitely very disconnected now from YouTube, and I you know, have kind of a a little bit of a jaded feeling because of what mm-hmm. happened. And I get it. It's a free platform. It's their algorithm. They can do what they want. You know, whatever. But I want the gold play button. I'm at 730,000 subs. Like I'm at the current rate, three to four years till I get to a million subs. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my goal. Like my goal is mm-hmm. I want that. I want that trophy. You know, I want to say that my yeah. 15 years of blood, sweat and tears working two jobs and sitting on the side of the road to upload a vlog mean, meant something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't want to start a new channel. I don't want to have to go right. tomorrow no. and be like, you know, re- retitle Clintus TV to Clintus sucks and then create a new Clintus TV <laughs> channel and start from scratch. Right. Right. Because yeah. that's what you would be doing. You'd be start from scratch. And unless I'm making viral videos, there's just pretty much no chance I'm going to hit a million subs ever. Right. Like it's, right. at this point, it's not going to happen. That's what um, Cullen's doing. I mean, with the podcast, that's what we're doing with the podcast. Uh, it's like a whole new channel. Yep. It would start with Starting zero. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and like people have asked me, what's your goal with YouTube? Or, what, or when I've talked to YouTube uh, people at the headquarters and stuff, and li- I hate saying this, and I even go back after I talk to them, I'm like, well, that was kind of a selfish goal or an egotistical way to say the million play button. Because, I mean, that's just like the end goal, like yep. you said. Yeah. But um, just the but whole. it means something. Yeah, that's like this like is. Your blood, sweat, and yeah. tears. Mm hmm. That yeah. is crazy, and I know I know um, personal uh, other YouTubers yeah. that um, have editors and stuff like that. And when that first sweep came through, they had their editor go through and and do the whole thumbnail swap, the search tags and stuff like that because it. it and I, you know, me, I'm just kind of optimistic about. It. I'm like, yeah, but I mean. What your kid was at the dentist or whatever. I mean, it's whatever. They'll review but, it and it'll go back. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But then it's just it gets it's it gets worse and worse and worse yeah. as time goes on. It's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely it'll be interesting. interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And like I said, they just got announced this today, so I'm assuming there'll be some formal email from our managers. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's four months to figure something out. And it 
definitely in the back of my mind thinking like, well, I'm glad I diversified a couple of years ago. I'm glad that I have multiple yeah. streams and other platforms. Um, so, you know, if tomorrow, if in four months they do f turn that switch off, obviously it's going to hurt us, um, for multiple, re multiple areas, and multiple things, but it's not gonna be the end of the world. You're going to see a lot more brand deals in your content. I mean, I think from yeah. YouTubers, if they want to keep their livelihood and like keep right I mean, yeah. they can't they can't stop you from filming well, uh, a brand deal right i right. think you're gonna see more like uh, like it is now instagram brand deals and stuff yeah. like people, people people treating shifting. instagram stories like a vlog yep. yeah because it's it's obvious that i mean well I'll i sit think there that's, that's what i i'm on i love yeah. the grams i think that uh youtube is just you know they've they've matured right and they're mm -hmm. now that uh you know late 20s you know kid that it's grown up and now he's got to like get a real job and and you know, YouTube is the new TV, you know, aside yeah. from YouTube TV, I mean, they li literally our kids only watch YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they're starting to have to conform to TV's rules, even though they're not governed mm -hmm. by the FCC. Censored, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're seeing a lot of censorship. You're seeing a lot of, um, you know, backlash advertisers because of X, Y, or Z. So this is totally another... understandable. Yeah, but... yeah. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I don't want my kids to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That bricks that yep. you were talking about. I, I just had a comment that. today on the vlog that I haven't accepted or approved. That was like, why do I get all these bra advertisements before your video? And it's like, I have no control over that, <laughs> right. you know, but it's, but that's, that's a nice advertisement compared to some of the stuff I've seen. Right. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Let's see what happens and yep. hope yep. for the best. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Let's get this podcast going, baby. Well, thank you guys very much for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy being audio only, by the way. Like uh, it's just uh, we we're we're talking. I'm Facebook. glad. We're, yeah, I'm glad like, we're on the camera with him though, because it'd be really weird yeah. if you weren't in front and of me. You know, this is our first podcast as a guest for somebody. I like I know, we've, we've never been, been on a podcast. So oh, thank yeah, you for yeah. having us. Yeah, thank guys, it's really. It, I mean, I was gonna do video, but they're sitting here naked, so I was like, no, we can't. <laughs> demonetized. Clint's <laughs> 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 eyes only. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, yeah. So, so real quick, just uh, uh, where they, where can they find your guys' podcast and your YouTube videos? Don't tell mom. The Don't Tell Mom podcast. Search it. Search it all over. Don't tell mom.com. The Don't Tell Mom podcast.com. I don't even know. Don't even know. It's what the, the hell it, is it? Let me let me handle this. Okay, we are at uh, <laughs> the Don't Tell Mom podcast.com. If you go there, you can find us. Um, you know, all of our links and stuff, but we're on YouTube, all of your uh, podcasting platforms, and then we're on Instagram, Don't Tell Mom podcast. Um, yeah, go follow us and like us and send us voice memos and all that good all stuff that. and um, I'm Southern Fried Maple Leafs on Instagram and YouTube, and I think the Southern FML on Twitter, but <laughs> I'm not real big on Twitter. I don't, just don't get it yet. Um, and then Culligan, yeah. Culligan27. This yeah. was a riff, man. This, this was, was a, a riff. This is a long one. This is officially the longest, good. longest well, podcast. Going, I mean. This is the yeah. longest yeah, We literally could talk. We just did this for like four hours. We literally spent four hours together in the past two days. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely <laughs> have to have you guys on. back on for sure. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, very much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, all my social stuff down down and below. And then uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Yo, what up, podcast? It's Clintus. Uh, I just want to do a quick shout out to all my social and where you can find my content. You may only know me for one thing or the other, but I want to throw it all on the table for you so you know where to find it. Uh, YouTube.com slash Clintus is my main YouTube account and what I'm most known for. I've been vlogging for over 13 years. Uh, YouTube.com slash Clintus Games is my gaming channel and where I do my gaming uh, VOD content. Twitch.tv slash Clintus is where my live streaming content goes. I only stream on Twitch. So if you want to catch me live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 
Uh, I do gaming content as well as IRL streams with a backpack that I can walk around and do some cool stuff with. Uh, Twitter.com slash Clintus is my main social platform. It's what I'm, uh, I read the most, what I respond to the most. So if you're looking for updates on the vlog, on the streams, on the podcast, uh, you can you can read those. Uh, even if you don't have a Twitter account, you can go to Twitter.com slash Clintus and read the tweets. Uh, Instagram.com slash Clintus, Facebook.com slash Clintus TV. I've been uploading the vlogs to Facebook, so you can actually watch them right there and leave comments since YouTube has them disabled. Uh, and of course, this podcast is located uh, at anchor.fm slash Clintus. Uh, you can leave a voice message right there on the app or on the website and be part of the podcast and be part of the show. Uh, of course, you can subscribe for free anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, iTunes, Android, Google, Spotify, that sort of thing. Uh, we have merch. If you go over to clintusmerch.com, you can check out our merch. We have some new stuff coming this summer, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and last but not least, I have a website. A lot of people don't know. I actually have a website that's in the development being worked on, and uh, it's going to be kind of the, the central hub, the one-stop shop for everything. Uh, and that is clint.us, C-L-I-N-T dot U-S, Clintus. Um, really easy to remember. Uh, you head on over there, you can uh, read up my history, uh, any updates, uh, our sponsors and partners, and that sort of thing. So uh, thanks so much for listening, and I will see you guys on the internet.